Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Kimberly Bell, you're an inspirational speaker. You're a minister, a mentor, and an author. And, and you're on a bit of a mission to inspire others uh, never to give up hope. Um, but you're also f- focused on aware, raising awareness of, of key, the key issues that are being faced by society today. And so um, I'm really fascinated to hear how this, this conversation's uh, going to go. And uh, I want to welcome you to People With Purpose. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you, David. <laughs> and so, and so, what, so where are you calling in from today? I'm calling from the Eastern Shore. I'm calling from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm about maybe 15, 20 minutes away from Ocean City, Maryland, the beaches. Uh, Shinkatig, where we call our area, the Eastern Shore, where the home of the crabs and <laughs> the beaches. And mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool, cool. And what, what's, uh, what's the weather like there this time of year? It is nice. Yeah, it's really nice. We're about in the 70s. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. I've had basically nigh on biblical storms today. It really, really has been. Yeah, the, 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 they say the heavens have opened around here. And that is basically exactly what has happened today. I'm looking out on a road. The heavens has opened. The heavens have oh, opened. God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And wow. The, the road is the road's a river today, but that's kind oh, of, but I'm in the yeah. Southwest of the UK and sometimes we have, actually where I am in the UK, we've got, we've got probably the, the, the most hours of sunlight in the year, but also one of the, one of the highest levels of rainfall as well. So it's not quite equatorial, tropical type stuff, unfortunately, but we, but we do get a bit of both. But um, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's nice to live in a beautiful part of the world, even if it's uh, a different place to the place you're living in. I bet it is. I mm. bet it's still beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So you're in London? Uh, I'm in Devon, which is uh, southwest of the UK. UK. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, in the countryside. But look, All right. Kimberly, what, what, how, we're going to have to make a visit. Yeah. We're, yeah. We, um, I'm taking my daughter on the, on her first cruise, Miami, and we're going to be on a cruise ship. This is the first time she's going to be uh, traveling on a cruise ship. She got on the plane for the first time. I think like that she was three, maybe yeah. three going on four yeah. and uh, just exciting um, being able to um, show her the different world and uh, traveling and that traveling is okay. Yeah. That, you know, you, you, it's a part of life and that you can do. And there's so much more outside of Maryland or states or cities and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm on a mission to not only show her, but my grandkids, you know, that uh, as much of the world that I can possibly show them. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah, it's yeah. beautiful, beautiful creation. Absolutely. We were in Pennsylvania this weekend for my um, granddaughter's soccer tournament and seeing how the Amish people were, you know, um, driving their buggies. And uh, we were, the, my, my daughter was waving and my granddaughter was waving. It was just fascinating to see their eyes and their, you know, and their mindless going round and round looking at this is how other people live, you know, and it's okay, you know, and um, I'm able to be in the living existence to see this. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 (laughs) And also, I mean, seeing different parts of the world 
Yes. Is, is so important. I mean, even if it's different locales, uh, you know, just because broadening your horizons yes. uh, and seeing, because yeah. when you get really embroiled in what you're working on and your mission and, and your job or whatever it is, your walk, your family, whatever it is, just to right. take that step away from from that environment into a, go to a different place and see how other people live in and, and all of yes. that kind of stuff can really yes. open your eyes, can't it? Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, it's just a part of life. Yeah. And, and I take it so grateful, you know, and such a um, more uh, higher level of gratefulness is because I'm so aware of this, this, the recent losses that I've had is that we have this one life to live. Yeah. And we have this purpose of um, every day that we're even in the living, the land of the living, having breath of life that we have to keep in mind that it's a purpose. And as you were saying, you know, fulfill this purpose yeah. and taking the shot of an opportunity of this one life. Cause once it's over, it's over. Yeah. It's yeah. over. Yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. One of my mentors, uh, uh, said said quite recently he was he was he was talking and and he, and he said look you know how how are you doing and we were talking about some of the challenges uh, of particularly in business uh, and um and and, he, and and you know we we kind of reflected on the fact that you know we all woke up this morning and 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 there was something to be thankful for there so what we're going right. to do with the, right. with the day right. you know because we've we've got right. today and some some people haven't woken up today so yeah exactly so what bill need to be paid what is in the refrigerator what can't be eaten what can be eaten or whatever it's 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 meaningless of the life that's given you know what yeah, i mean to, yeah. to be able to take the choice of you know all that stuff really doesn't matter when you're when you when your frame of mind is in that mentality but i'm living i'm yeah. here yeah. you know yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. and another little phrase that um that the the we sort of sometimes uh, turn to as well is the fact that it can be very easy to kind of get, get bogged down in the kind of things that prevent you from doing what you want to do or just things that get in mm-hmm. your way. And, right. and, and, right. uh, and then you start talking about the problems and, and but a lot of them mm-hmm. really are first world problems. And, uh, right. and, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, that's something that I kind of tell myself to remind myself, look, it's, if, if it's a first world problem, then really I've got to be thankful that it's a problem that I've got because mm-hmm. you know if I mm-hmm. if I've got a, a car repair bill that that's going to cost you know several hundred pounds, um, yeah, sure I can decide to be um, uh, you know grumpy about that and complain about that. But there's somebody mm-hmm. else there, you know, right. with a young family um, having to walk to get the bus and all that sort of stuff. Who would love right. to have that as a problem? You right. know? So perspective right. is so so right. important, isn't it? Oh yeah, and the church that I, we have, my my daughter and I have been really blessed with. Um, we've uh, been visiting their church for probably about two years, two and a half years. I had um, visited church years ago, but it wasn't really our time and in our season. And as you read, I've been in the ministry for years. So this is a non-denominational church, but they had just really. Um, um, embraced our family um, to be well. And one of the things that uh, our pastor was talking about, as you were talking about, was perspective mm-hmm. of how we was looking at. And I remember um, one Sunday, not too long ago, he was talking about um, the problem that we mag- maximize or magnitude to a certain extent when we're supposed to be minimizing that problem when we magnitude God and who we are in him and that at the end of the day, God can take care of that problem. We we kind of focus, as you were talking about, that perspective of 
making that problem larger than it really should be. You know, yeah. So I, that was really uh, like an aha moment to me when I came home and I was just like, and as you said, you know, I'm, you know, I, I look at myself, I've been very blessed of taking care of my body. I was raised by older people where my dad would say, baby, if you don't take care of your body, your body won't take care of you. So I'm almost 50 and I've been really blessed with four adult children, one minor and uh, six grandchildren. And, but even so the reality is I am almost 50. I'll be 50 in August. And, some of the things that we talked about prior about getting up in the morning, I can feel in my body. I am older. I mean, you're not going to change the reality of time of, of aging period, no matter what you do to your face, no matter what you do to your body is you make choices of staying healthy and stuff. So what I'm saying is, um, I would talk to one of my adult daughters about, you know, my hands was kind of swelling a little bit and tingling and stuff like that. And sometimes uh, I think when maybe I, I've kind of pushed the plate a little side, especially eating a lot of salty food or mm. something like that, yeah. might have weighed and not um, going to the gym or doing my, um, you know, my my walk and all that kind of stuff because I'm from office to office and sitting down. But even with that, you know, I, I put that problem to a minimum to maximize the God that's in my life that gives me five common senses to do what I know that I should do. And that is one, take care of my body, drink water, eat as healthy as I can. I have cheat days and stuff like that. But also knowing that uh, um, there are warning signs, yes, but I'm not going to make that a problem to prevent me to inspire to to go after the dream and 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 to have the abundance life that I have to want this I have to want it and I have to choose it so getting to kind of like our talk to each other I choose every day a, a, a life that I live I choose every day when I wake up in the morning I choose me I choose to be the best me to to get something out of this day you know so a little bit of problems things that I, I don't what what bills don't need to be paid I, I can tell you several things <laughs> several bills that need to be paid today but my 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 first forefront is what can this day bring me how can I benefit this day to the best of my ability you know yeah mm-hmm. and that's a great that is a great way to start the day and and so so your your um your story then what you're 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 actively involved in in the church and and you're you're an author um mm-hmm. t- t- tell us a bit about how how you came to be in the position that you're in now and and why you're on this mission yeah well um it took uh the covid that happened and i was still working for the state and i kind of got to the point that uh well everybody was sat down for at least 3 years but the first initial year um i had i remember years ago having on a bucket list um and i don't know if you can kind of see it yeah you can see that little poster up there well i was a professor when i was in school had had us write down um a a vision board and that was dated um in 2015 and i had one through seven and then i had on the fourth one i had seven things that i wanted to do on a visual board but the fourth one was have my memoir completed by the end of 2017 but this was written in 2015 so when COVID hit and I was I, I you know I'm very transparent very authentic very honest I was in a toxic kind of relationship where um I I repeating cycles were 
things that I remember I was in. And um, even though being in repeated cycles and going through the things that I was going through throughout my whole life and throughout my occupation, it seemed like God would always position me into being able to inspire people and tell them, you know, bits, bits and pieces of my story. And throughout that, people would say, oh my gosh, you got, your life is a movie. You got to write a book, blah, blah, blah. You're, you know, until, like I said, that visual board in 2015, I said, you know what? I'm going to do this by the end of 2017. But when COVID hit, I said, it was just like a small, still voice said, now or never. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you're in, but this is your time. You're doing this either it's now or never. And when I got that, David, I said, you know what? I said, it's going to be now. So I did it and I wrote it and I thought of, um, I didn't get, all the way to the end, but I didn't get to the middle when I finally figured out uh, the name came to me. And um, I'm I love music, so I listen to all types of music uh, um, and uh, country, jazz, you know, uh, gospel, R and B. And it was it was always placed in me um, from from small. My biological father used to play a bass guitar, so music was always around me. And then we were in the church scenery um ever since i remember uh pentecostal to african-american uh, episcopal so we were just around music all the time so um i remember listening at a song and it just she said in her lyrics epitome and so i went on my phone and i googled and i said oh my gosh epitome and when i found out the epitome was the essence i linked it to kimmy and that was what my adopted dad called me. And so I knew that that had to be the name, the epitome of Kimmy. So that's how the name came about. And so I said, all right, let me go ahead. And I got this. Uh, I, I, I had a therapist um, that I, I spoke to while I was writing the book, because mind you, I was in a relationship that wasn't the healthy that it should be. And I had to, you know, move out of that relationship. But I know that I needed the support. She did not know that I was writing a book. Matter of fact, that centered book after it got published, but she had gave me an assignment and that was to write my biological mother. And I told her I wasn't going to do that because I was already writing a book. She didn't know that. And I said, I did that before. And I remember melting down and crying first, um, especially the first couple of chapters. And she helped me, you know, the mental therapist just helped guide me mentally that it, it this this was going to be okay. So I like to let people know that you know I'm a strong advocate of mental health, <laughs> mental health services because I needed it throughout my life, and I will never forget the first time I went away from gener generational um, generational taboo because I'm raised African American where um, I had older adoptive parents that did not embrace mental health um, services. They did not, they felt like you, whatever goes on in the home stays in the home. You do not go out <laughs> to other, other people, especially people you don't know <laughs> and tell them anything about your home, you know, about your life or about what's going on in your home. 
So I remember even going against the grain for the first time in one of my marriages and going to a, and I remember just like I'm talking to you, I was behind the wheel and I was contemplating, even with four kids at the time, they were small, was my life worth living beyond finding someone that day? Because I was, I, I wanted to give it up. I, I just didn't feel I could make it. And um, as I was sitting there, I was in front of a library. I seen the sign. At that time, it wasn't like Google was popular. And it was um, a therapist's name. And it ended up her and her husband in the same practice. And that was my first mental therapist appointment. And it went from there. So anyway, getting to the book, I had the mental therapist. Um like I said, um, I had about four sessions where I wrote the book and um, I didn't really, well, I knew that I was going to publish it and it wasn't for sales. It was to inspire people. Hmm. But when it was crazy that um, in June or July, um, before I got my first 50 shipment of the books, um, I was hospitalized for COVID. It was uh, it came through our family and hit our family. And it was one it was myself and one of my adult adult daughters, the baby adult daughter that got real sick and was hospitalized. And I'm telling you, David, I did not think I was going to make it. I was still talking to my promoter when I was in the hospital. And I remember saying this prayer. I said, if I live through this, because, and I'm not a smoker, I have not smoked cigarettes or whatever, but it attacked my breathing. Like I thought, I thought that, you know, that I was going and I said, if I live through this, it's a purpose for me. Go ahead. You you gave me enough strength and mentally I was able to finish the whole book because the, the book was done. I said, nothing's going to stop me from telling my truth. Mm-hmm. If I live through this, this is a sign and confirmation that not not just the book need to be published. But I was going to be able to speak to nations, to countries, and it and it so enough did happen yeah. to inspire people of my life. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah. and so, your story then, that moment where it was a kind of a a now or never to write. Mm-hmm. So, so where did that message come from? Um, really, it's a subtopic on that book that says accept and embrace it all. That now and never, I had to realize, and that was the epitome moment that from my childhood that I needed to bear the truth and accept it with first me and then share it that it happened. Mm. And it and I was living with feeling responsible in some type of way that these things happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so was so that now or never then was that was that a a voice inside your your head inside your heart was that was that a voice from god did, did you can do you know what the voice sounded like yeah I, it was it was a voice from god but i knew that that voice from god generated also that this now and never i had to accept that life journey that I was about to talk about. Mm. Some of us are still in denial Mm. and don't want to accept or feel guilty or feel responsible. And this is why I'm so vocal and transparent about the things that's in my book that I had to accept. My my first um, uh, sexual intimacy um, uh, uh, foundation was broken Mm. 
Hmm. It wasn't it, it was not meant to be at 12 years old by my uncle. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I it was something that I lived with through years, not realizing I didn't accept it to the to the point to release it. And so Within, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. so and so and so accept accepting it accepting that it happened. Yeah. Okay. And embracing that the brokenness don't have to stay that way. Right. Yeah. And that's really powerful for people to, because whether people have been through, um, you know, a, a, a abuse and whether that be sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, and then there's all the kind of the mental and emotional abuse, um, for people to understand that no matter what it, no matter what it is, um, you know, it, it, accepting so that something happened doesn't mean that you it, it's your fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, I think maybe that is is that what people carry with them when that they don't get to talk about it, when they don't get mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I suppose face it, but you say embrace mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which takes it on another level, right? It takes it on a level, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That embracing is oof, like it gives me chills because I knew the the physicalness that takes with that word embracing for me, you know, that, okay, it's going to be okay. Now that I've left this in the hands of who created me, yeah. um, like you said, accepting that uh, the abandonment issues, um, the neglect, uh, the, um, the rejection that I felt at five, going on six was like you said was not my fault Hmm. it happened and it happened with with people that i was supposed to love they were my biological parents Hmm. that wasn't abnormal yeah you know that was a normal thing for me but when you go through those experiences there's some kind of wire that turns around that makes you feel like you know you're abnormal Something was wrong with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think as well, when people have, um, uh, you know, experience things when they go through childhood and they have they have memories. I suppose as you as you grow older, you you, you it's a bit like the um, the story that gets passed on to 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 different generations. Mm-hmm. The story the story can sometimes morph and evolve and change a little bit in your mind and you attach different meanings to to what to what actually happened and sometimes you know what actually happened can present differently in your in your in your memory kind of you know 20 years later 30 years later um did yeah. you have to go through that kind of a of a journey of understanding of of what actually did happen to you and what was real and what what might have been you know added to over time yeah it was um like you said, years of, um, I guess, going through different seasons in my life that um, I had to realize that it was some, some, at some times I found myself running, running from the truth and not accepting it. Like, for instance, um, I still stay in the same town as my biological mother. 
And my biological father, when he was living, wasn't too far living from us. They remarried. They went on with their life. They had other children. And um, I um, went through periods of uh, just running or and then with my biological mother chasing, trying to chase her acceptance and her love, which to this day, she's she's the only one on that side is, is living, does not accept me or my children. And I had to accept that this is about her. This is not about me. I've made clear to all of my children that she's their, her, uh, their paternal um, maternal grandmother and my biological mother and left it open for her to have a relationship with all of them. And that's all I could do, mm. you know? And, um, but I remember getting involved in relationships because I did not want to feel abandoned that I wanted to per se, to be the one that helped, to be the one that saved, to be the one that they seen something in me um, that wouldn't, that would fight for them that I wanted for myself. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like a transparent. So I found myself in relationships, holding on to relationships that I shouldn't have hold on to as long as I did, or, you know, kept being involved in because of, um, not really accepting the broken foundation that we talked about before and the issues that had to surface within me and saying, okay, you need to deal with these abandoned issues, these rejection, these validations issues. Yeah. You, you have, you, you, you're, you're yearning for someone to validate you because you have not accepted to love yourself the way God created you. So I had to go all the way back from the beginning with that memoir. Mm -hmm. And, and it was a healing process to, like you said, accept and then latch on to this embracing because I'm like it had to start from the beginning to make me realize look um I am and I was a gift every child that is brought into the world and David it started from there mm. it started from there all the way into the misdiagnosis of accepting and embracing at that time period, I was traumatized. I was five. Yeah. It wasn't so much that I was uh, mild retarded as they had diagnosed me. I just was so traumatized going from one home immediately to another home with two people that I didn't know about that I couldn't remember. I couldn't put things in and, you know, I couldn't line things up in sequence. You could tell me one through 25. And then the next day, I couldn't remember. Mm. I might could hit one through 10, you know? Yeah. But um, I had to realize at that time in the 70s, they didn't have the tools that they have now. Yeah. They, and, and my parents, um, it was my paternal aunt and her husband. They didn't, like I said, they were in a generation where... It was nothing with someone raising another family member's kid that that they didn't want. Yeah. If they were able, they could feed them. Hey, this is what we do. And then what goes on in our home stays in our home. Yeah. That's it. They didn't embrace. And then they didn't have so much of the help that we have now of um, 
uh, can, um, reconnecting families and, and understanding the different dynamics, family dynamics in a, in a child's mind and child development and stuff like that. So they wasn't trained. They didn't go through no sessions or anything like that. So, yeah. 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 And so, and so was that, was that a moment in your life where you, um, when you first noticed this kind of repeating behavior that you mentioned, whether that be in relationships or, 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 or if not, was there, was there a point where you noticed or, or, or you, or you began to become, um, aware of a chance that perhaps things might repeat for you with your children and that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my, in my twenties, hmm. in my twenties, I did, but, uh, um, I, um, uh, it took time for me to be ready though mm. and choose. Um, and it took, it took some time for me. It was more so I was so much in the mentality of empowering and um, helping people and in a different way, as one of my adult daughters said, is that I, I try to save everybody else mm. and, and not really realizing I'm the one that needs to be saved. Yeah. And, uh, and it took me a while to really heal to the point that it was okay to choose me. Yeah. I'm not being selfish, but it took me a while to really finally say, I owe this to myself. If I can't do anything else in this earthly world, but at one time, choose me and choose the life that I want hmm. choose the love to choose the love and be loved as God attended it hmm. and that I put on something else David that was so empowerful powerful for me because being rejected and being abandoned I had these issues of looking for someone to fight for me yeah. that I ended up Packing on this at the end of this choosing that I can, I can, I can choose and I can, I'm, I have the ability to, that, that was just like, yeah, I'm really doing this. Mm. I have the ability. And that's why uh, one of the uh, books that I co-authored uh, with uh, Peculiar, uh, Peculiar People, it was, um, um, a chapter on resilience. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I I loved it because I could see myself following so much of those traits of um, choosing, but understanding that we all have the ability. And once we empower ourselves to know that we have this ability within to make these decisions for ourselves, and especially us as women, and then with the black African-American women, we're always looked at so much as this generation as the strong, the backbone, the strong, the strong. But it's OK that and I, I talk about this, you know, a lot sometimes on Facebook, but it's OK to understand that we get weak, too. We're created as a woman to be able to get tired. Hmm. to put our hands down, to put our head on our husband and want to rest. Doesn't mean that we're <laughs> weak and, you know, just uh, uh, um, uh, um, vulnerable. And, but we're, we're created under the man to be able to have that weakness, have that tiredness, 
and look for his strength when we're when we're when our strength is 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 dwindling down mm. you know mm. so i mean um it's been it's been a, it's 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 been an awesome ride but like i said that empowering had to um i had to choose for me I had to, it's, it's a song that some, that I, it's a gospel song that says, um, encourage, encouraging myself. And, um, I love it because it really, uh, it really stands out to at the end of the day, just like when we were born alone, pretty much and birth and death Mm -hmm. is a a solo act (laughs) that in the middle of our journeys and stuff between us and God or who the spiritual being that we believe in is that uh, we have to find it within ourselves to um, speak to ourselves, to Mm. choose for ourselves, to encourage ourselves. Because when we look for help in different ways, and especially in man that is failable, that is set up just like us and can disappoint and mistake and make mistakes, we're, we're looking for a downfall. And so with that being said, like I said, with the, um, with my, my, biological parents I looked for them that was that first shaking up is that both of them not one but both of them I had to live with through the journey did not fight for me did not come back and get me did not come back and reunite me with any of their families it was a shaken that I had to heal from Mm. and to understand the relationships that I was look that I was going into and looking for was that seven year old and that eight year old girl crying out saying, don't ever leave me Mm. fight for me. Take up, take, you know, take, take, take up for me. Don't let nobody say anything to me that they're not supposed to say. You get, you get what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah. 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 And so, because, because if, behind you you've got written accept and embrace and embrace it's it all, all. Uh-huh, it's not, yeah it's not just behind you it's also on your t-shirt so <laughs> yeah. so this is definitely a mantra for you now and, and yeah. you know, knowing your yeah. story i i totally i totally understand why um yeah and yeah but 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 is there anything uh in your in your story and in your life where you still find it hard to accept and embrace it all I would say, um, yeah, moving on with the, uh, um, my adopted mom passed away last year. So she was the last of the people that raised me Mm. that passed away. So with my biological mom, the only one still living and, um, she came to the funeral she spoke, uh, she read the eulogy. Um, my uh, paternal uncle, um, he had knew about the book and everything. He invited her. He uh, put her on the program. He um, opt to not have me or my children be a part of the program <laughs> or the, the funeral because of, like I said, we were, they're all in that generational era that, I should not have exposed my truth Mm. and it made the family look, I guess, to him a certain way. But um, what was more hurtful was that the biological mother was there that never 
sent her condolences or said anything to my children or myself, but was there at the funeral. So as I remember sitting there and looking and leaving there, I knew that she had to make this action fulfill the closure that I needed that to not hang on to ever getting her acceptance as me being her daughter. Hmm. So that, and I had to tell it, you know, explain it like that. So the, so your listeners would understand. So that was one of the hardest things to deal with was hmm. the closure with, as she's still living and I'm still living in the um, same town because I stayed with her up until I was five years old is that, she closed the actions that she made and no type of communication with me or my children that um, I need to accept that I was loved and raised by a woman besides her. She gave up all of that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And, and it's and with the journey that you've been through, I mean, I'm going to, Sorry, I'm sorry. Almost sorry to ask that question, but it's a question. In a way, it's a question that needs to be asked because yeah. with everything that you've been through and and the mm -hmm. strength that you've developed and your belief in yourself and your belief in your God and everything else, I think it's important for people to realise that it, it, every day brings its challenges and every day brings um, new needs and 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 there's always the chance, isn't there, that. But what's in your past will will come back, and it could be a right. event like a funeral, or it could be you know going right. into the store You're right. and You're right. It You're can right. Hit Who you knows? Anytime. But God. But what I do know is I can't chase it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I like do. I had to come to the realization I've done everything that I can. Right. It's not in my hands. I I will no longer chase it. Yeah. So that's, and my heart is open, like you said, and I believe the listeners need to hear my heart is open and never know how this is going to end. Uh, you know, like you said, whether it's a funeral, whether it's bumping into the grocery store, remember, you know, remember you, you know, never know, never know. But I am not ever going to be, God has healed me too. And I have gone too far in life to chase love, mm. to chase acceptance. Yeah. 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 And that's really powerful as well. You know, you've done, you've done what you can and you said, I can, you know, I can and I will almost was the mantra that came out of your mouth. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, and, and there's, there's peace that comes with yeah. that realization yeah. Yeah. and, yeah. Um, uh -huh. you know, chasing somebody else to, to do something uh -uh. For, for whatever yeah. reason and trying to understand it sometimes brings right. you no value. Right. It brings you no joy. It brings you no, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's torture. Mm. it's torture yeah it's torture and i've had years of 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 torture mm. of yeah i've had years where i i like you said life is a little bit is much more valuable i have grandchildren just looking up at me yeah. i have uh my my seven-year-old you know so yeah um and god has really blessed in my book i had um God had blessed me with a, a godmother that stays in Huntsville, Alabama. He, she has stayed me with, with, a, with majority of my exes and, you know, my ex-husbands, uh, their mother is still, is still involved in my life yeah. to the fact that there's, I'm still their daughter-in-law, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I've really been blessed yeah. besides that. And so this is why we were going back to what we initially talked about in the, in the beginning of our conversation when, 
I minimize that because God has blessed me with so many motherly figures mm. that when I get to a point, I, I'll, I'll either get a text or I'll get a call or I can think of a moment of, you know, of a, a time that I spent with them, you know, that helps me with this journey, mm. you know, and then that shift is to where this is small. This mm. is in your hands because you have been blessing me so much. I can't slight that. I can't forget that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And also, well, one thing that really um, intrigues me about you is well, that I have to ask as well, because you've got, you've got, you've got two, um, uh, two college degrees. You've got one in, one in human growth and, and so, like in psychology, and you've got another one in theology, right? So, right. so, and, and you're a minister. <laughs> and so, and so you've got, you've got kind of a, a, a spiritual and um, religious um concept of the world and the universe uh -huh, and, you've, uh -huh. and you've also got a um a, a lot of psychology is very it's, it's not you wouldn't necessarily call it humanist but some of it uh -huh. is you've got that kind mm -hmm. of very mm -hmm. um human um mm -hmm. understanding of how the human brain works and the human psyche and everything else how do mm -hmm. you how do you reconcile those two things and when you're inspiring others um, because not everyone believes in God, right? So how how, right. how do you how do you reconcile that to help people, uh, you know, th through their own journey when right. you know they don't see right. they don't have a God in the same way that you do, and a create you're not created as in the same way that you feel that you are, right? Well, you know, and 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 all those degrees was only God <laughs> was God happening because I um, like I told you I was my I was misdiagnosed and for six years I was in resource right. so they you know they said I wouldn't really read or write effectively in six years um and here I hold you know the degrees that I have yeah. and um I, I worked I worked very hard to get them but yeah. um as you you said I, I I would not stop and um and and what I said was I can and I this is what I want and I will mm. and and then it's did I didn't care. It took me six years on a four-year undergrad, but I, I got it, you know. And um, I ended up, I ended up even through the occupation of knowing, even with the ministry that the God that God that my I was brought up and and knowing and believing, even when I doubted him, my adopted dad, you know, once I got in, in their home underneath their underneath their uh their uh, they're raising um he was very spiritual and uh she uh she, he was like the pillar of our family and my my um um adopted mom uh, knowing that this was her brother um um that gave me to pretty much to her and um she knew you know his wife at the time they were married and um she would say things like uh i don't understand why you crying and you want to go with her and she mistreated you so bad and other so it was almost building this you know um this 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 level of spirit of uh of anger or uh, uh unloving or hate that my dad sensed so I remember at little, he would say to her, uh, uh little mom, we're not going to teach her that. And he turned to me and he said, and I was about seven, daddy Bill loves you, Kimmy, but God loves you more. Never forget that. And, um, so 
I bought that through my whole life of understanding that, and it was no doubt in my mind that that man didn't love me as his own. Yeah, he 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 loved his Kimmy, but I also knew that in the seek in the in the in the middle of the night when I cried um, and wanted to be with my biological parents, especially my sister that I was um, separated from. She was two years older to, than me, and wondering what they were doing. That that God, that spirit was was over top of me you know um helping me through that those nights that they didn't even realize that I was crying and uh so in the occupations I remember saying um to myself that even with me sharing my story if they didn't believe in the God that I believe in if I could inspire them to understand that whatever spiritual belief or whatever that they found that they believed in even if it's themselves, that it was worth taking the chance to not give up, mm. to not give in, yeah. and to press forward. Yeah. 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 So, so something like that was never a drive for me to either you, 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 you accept God or you don't. It's not for me to force you. It's not for me to, it's for me to share you what I know yeah. and what I believe. But if you believe in anything, that can drive you to not give up. That's what I'm here all about to and 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 to 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 say it's definitely worth it. And um, and I'm a living proof. <laughs> I'm a living proof. There's times that you know things could be so shaken, and I am a believer that even with my story, there's worse stories than mine. People have been in foster homes. People have been, you know, raped, and people have been, you know, having like look Oprah story. You know, had you know had much more, you know, a horrible, you know, situations or uh, circumstances throughout their journey that makes mine not even, you know. But we all have a story, oh, yeah. and we all know that there's some things that would have caused us to uh, want to give up or want to give in or want to say, this is just not worth it. <laughs> but when you get to the other side and when you see, and, and is it, I'm a single black mom. And um, ed, as you said, educated, and I, I, I'm, I'm finding every day on loving myself and loving and understanding what, what love is, not just what love isn't. But love, what love is, and 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 so excited to attract that love, what love is, because I love me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm a really excited as journey. But is it easy? No, it's not easy. But it's also a, 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 a it's so much worth. Now that I look at the times that I didn't give up yeah. or didn't give in, yeah, it's yeah. so so worth to be able to be in this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And love and uh, unconditional love is uh, yeah is is at the heart of so much uh, for, for 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 me and 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 again when listening to you and your story um, that that comes through uh, you know hugely for me because it's that feeling of um, you know when you're in a situation where for whatever reason you feel like you need to. Uh, behave a certain way, whether it's to to please people or whether it's to um, you know to to accept being treated a certain way because maybe you don't think you deserve more or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. Then then there there, there, are, there are some times where f- for unconditional love you will you will please people, 
And there are sometimes for unconditional love where you will accept, you know, somebody's harsh words or harsh treatment or whatever, because you know that right. they're not going to replace right. because you love them unconditionally. But it right. is, it comes back to what you said before about it's got to be your choice. It can't be from a sense of obligation yes. or from a sense yeah. of, I have no choice. I'm powerless in this exchange. So, yeah. you, yes. You, yes. you, 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 ha you have yes. to get yes. yourself to a place where you say, yeah, so I have the power in this situation, even though mm -hmm. it may look like I am weak, I am, mm -hmm. I am strong because this is my choice, my decision. Right. For people who are going through perhaps something like what you've been through, what advice can you give them to kind of understand what the difference is, if you like, between it being something that they're doing and that they're in control of and, and, and it's their choice and something that uh, perhaps they're giving, which isn't really their choice and not serving them. How can they work out the difference between the two if they're, if they're feeling almost like they, they don't know which way to turn with it? Well, um, what really helped me and what I could really give right now at this point is what I remind myself is um, to make things as simple as they can be. And sometimes we make simple things really uh, um, complex when it doesn't need to be. And I started simplifying my life and my my mind because it could go over all over the place, as you said, you know, the psychology and the human growth development that I went into in school and stuff like that. And then even the Bible that I had to, you know, because I said I would be a hot mess if I keep <laughs> if I keep going at this with this complex. So yeah. when life is really simple, yeah. but we have to choose to simplify it for ourselves. So saying that is I I I not only choose me every day, but I could tell someone that when you can understand the things that you can control and the things that you can't, simplify that. Yeah. You can't control no one's else's actions, behaviors, or thoughts, or words, but yeah. what you can control is your own, yeah. your, your, your response, the way you behave, your thinking, your words, and simplify that live that way with not only can I choose me, but I can't control what anybody else do. Mm. All I lay in control of is myself Yeah, and the responses that I, and like you said, I, I choose when I choose myself and I choose even the empowerment of myself of how do I want my life to be like how do i want my um my um my mind to grow how do i want my spirit to grow how do i want my health to get better and then when i answer those questions for myself i navigate the choices okay so if i want my mind to grow if i want my finances to be the, the financial freedom and uh, uh, residual income for me and my child to be able to uh, travel, then I have to be open to business opportunities. I have to be open to, to saving. I have to be open to people that are where I'm at to, to help me get where I need to go. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mentally, um, if I want to live as well with my mind, then I have to be around, or even if I'm not around, I have to listen to powerful 
um, uh, words of inspiration. I, I have to, some, sometimes I, I listen to upbeat music. Sometimes I listen to, you know, some music, Leela James or something like that, 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 that sparks my mood hmm. but at the, at overall i'm listening to things that i know that's going to help develop kim to the best kim hmm. now you know um i take i i'm a social social drinker and um i take my um my times during the weekend um and i and i love to dance but i take some of those times because i know that that helps my me also to be well hmm. I choose certain um, days or certain evenings of the month that I need to incorporate that in my schedule to be free, mm-hmm. to feel free. And people and people can see that. David, when they see me out, they can see that. They said, I mean, all nationalities, they want to dance with me. They said, you are just a joy of life. Uh, and I'm like, I am because I have got it. I chose to be there, but not only did I choose to be there, I chose even in my mind, this is my fun night. Yeah, yeah. I am going to be free. This is going to be my fun night. I know my my if I'm driving back or if I'm not driving back, the the the, the cutoff point of what my last drink, but I, I'm going to enjoy this night. Yeah. I choose that before I even get there. That's you great. know, but um uh so that's what I could give you know, to the listeners is, and and I'm not saying that everything that I've been through in my journey has been um, eliminated, or I'm not even looking at, uh, uh, and I've been in some crazy relationships, um, um, not saying that they're excusable, because I don't believe in physical, mental, uh, uh, emotional abuse. Have I been in those? Every last one of them. But hear this, I chose to accept. I chose to stay in those relationships and I chose to do better and say, this is not for me. Mm. I cannot live this type of life. And I had the ability to do it and I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. And, and, and I, well, and I've loved our conversation because <laughs> I mean, I've, I've wanted to, I've wanted to ask you, um, so, so cause, cause of your story, I've wanted, I've wanted to ask you, uh, about the source of the joy in your life. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 and you've, you've kept telling, you've kept telling me. I kept uh, telling you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Peppered throughout, but, 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 but yeah. come on, let, let's, let's have it. So what, what is, what is, what has been the source of joy in your life? Besides God, me. Yeah. Besides God, me. Yeah. I, I, I found to love me yeah. and accept me the way God created me. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll put on Facebook just yesterday. I had no makeup or anything and the flaws, the, the, just the creation that God, God has given me. One, one of the things that I, 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 I it, it reminds me of to share this quick story that when um I was, uh when I, when uh, my adopted parents found out that um I was born and my, um 
my father called his sister, which is like I said, my paternal aunt, and said uh, she had a girl and she's really distraught and we don't have a name for her. She said, y'all didn't have a name picked out for her before. <laughs> and so she comes there. She says, but mind you, Kim, she told me this story several, several times. She said, mind you, your dad calls me and interrupts the story. <laughs> and she said, I'm looking at my story. She said, and I love myself some as the world turns, but I, besides loving as the world turns, I love Kim Hughes and said, Kim, <laughs> Kim Hughes was on, and and I said the white lady. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Hughes was on, and she said that I love myself, Kim Hughes, and she was about to say something or whatever, and I had to go and finish and go to this hospital and see this baby. She said, and when I laid eyes on you, that I was just, she said, she said struck. She said this was this little brown. Plump baby, just the sweetest demeanor, just the sweetest demeanor. And she said, I thought about Kim. And she said, uh, she said, uh, won't you name her Kim? Uh, you know, Kim Hughes. I said, so I was named after Kim Hughes, but getting to <laughs> getting to the creation, I found myself. And when we all, as the listeners, we have more assets than we have deficiencies. Yeah. And when we look at our character and the assets that we were created to, I know I have a kindness. I have a sweetness about me mm -hmm. that I have embraced mm -hmm. and that I have, it has even filled me more to, to claim it, mm -hmm. to, to you, to use it for just me, yeah. use it for me first. Yeah, yeah. And then when I started um, realizing that all that I was created with, that when I get to giving it to myself first, that I done, I done, I done, I done did half of the battle because what I had done was giving it to the world so much, was so much, you know, not recognizing what I had yeah. and giving yeah. it to the world. Amazing. So, um, so yeah, so I, um, I will say yes, God first, and then loving me yeah. as has been one of uh, and just the foremost of the joy. Um, yeah, that's amazing, and you know when people. Uh, think about, you know, the whole sort of thing about accept and embrace it all, you know, naturally, um, you kind of, you kind of, th you kind of think about the pain, but actually the joy, you know, you got it, it, it all, in, think, accept and embrace it's it all. all. And, yes, and, you know, the, yes, you, you, yes. you can't have one without the other. So drive towards that yes. joy and, and yes, to that glory. Yes. That's, that's you got beautiful. it. Yeah, you got it. You got my motto just as good with the all, because I was like, the the cries, the tears, the 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 pain, the anguish at times had to come for me to be filled with so much love and compassion and empathy, and for me to be the, the driving force. When I go to the clinic and the office, I'm just just you know just changing the atmosphere with my loud self. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, it's a need. Yeah. It's a need. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a need. Yeah. And it's and you know what? I'm not crazy to think it's just me. There's many mi millions of listeners that's listening and that will be listening to this that has that inside of them. And yeah. it's a need yeah. to, for them to share their story, for them to choose them, mm -hmm. to them to make sure that they're choosing their self and living the best life that they could ever live. Yeah. Because wow. they can. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> they can. Because they can. Yeah. They can.
Well, that's brilliant. Well, Kimberly, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think that's a great thank place. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a great place. That's a great note to end on. So I, I, I yeah. love that. I've loved our conversation. Thank you for sharing I your story. I loved having the conversation with you, Mr. Dave. Thank you so much that's for having brilliant. me. That's brilliant. So, so, so how can people find out more about what you're doing and follow your work? And where can people find your book? How can they get hold of you? Okay, so I'm on um, my website. You'll be able to get to see my whole family. I love that website. Also, you'll get to see my little birthday page. <laughs> but uh, so it's on www.kimberlyannbell, all one word, dot com. And then um, I'm on Facebook as uh, Kimberly Bell, Bell and Instagram um, at Kimberly Bell, the epitome of Kimmy. Um, and then my book is on Amazon. And now you can get it a hard hard book but um uh the uh, what i found a lot of people said the uh the um doing for e e file e reader yeah okay um, yeah, yeah okay yeah. that 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 is that is the the most popular because it's not that long at all okay. and um so that's on amazon and on book reads so um i am going to tell you a little secret i'm working on at the very hopefully i'm trying to get it done by august is my second book the way the first one um ended i got so many people coming to say to me what now <sighs> what now like you 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 ended it on a good note but uh even my oldest daughter some of the things that um they didn't even know Mm. that was exposed in the book and i asked her the oldest daughter she'll be 34 this year i said courtney i said uh what was the best chapter you liked and she said oh my god she said first of all it was sad (laughs) (laughs) i said okay i said since we're not clear that (laughs) but she said the last chapter she said the last chapter I said whoa like that because I was I wanted the last chapter to be really the the, the finale of people to see yeah. you know how it began and the ending yeah so um getting that said um it's breakthroughs I haven't really finalized the 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 um the um the title mm. but breakthroughs is in the title breakthroughs okay. Um, but, uh, that will be, um, I'm working on that to be, um, finished at the end of this year. Okay, cool. My second book that will be tagged on to the memoir. So people got to read the first one to understand. So people have got got a few months then to read, to read the epitome of Kimmy (laughs) before, before before they got to catch up. Yeah. Brilliant. Awesome. Well, look, well, lovely. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. Really, really appreciate you coming on and bless you and um, oh, all the bless best for you your and quest. Your wife. Yeah, yes, thank yes. You. And thank you so much for your platform. And I hope to see her from you again or yeah. at least down the road be able to come to UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just let, let us know yeah. when you're around. And um, okay. and yeah, and we'll, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on, on what you're up to and, uh, and maybe you can come back on when the next book comes out. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, David. Awesome. Appreciate it. Cool. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.